Welcome to the Movie Podcast. My name is Anthony, and thank you all for joining me today on this episode. As always, I am co-hosted with Mr. Daniel. Hello there. And Mr. Shay. Hey, guys. <laughs> no, Shay is not here today. Yeah, he is not here. Shay is out of country, actually, today. He's out of country, yes. Um, and it's also funny, too, because Shay's birthday is tomorrow. Yes. So... I feel like there was a plan afoot for him to just skip out and, and celebrate his birthday without, without us. us. Yeah. yeah. Well, happy birthday, Shay. Yeah, Shay. No, happy birthday, Shay. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Shay. <laughs> uh, we're going to see if we can get Shay to join us uh, later on in the episode. Maybe, maybe he'll call in. Maybe he'll Whoa, ask a question. That's cool. You that's know. new. This time with com slash talk. This is the power of that website. If you want to be part of the show, write in. We'll have you as a caller on the show. Yes. You know? Yes. And Why as, not? And as always, you can catch a new episode every Monday morning. And if you're really paying attention, Sunday night. Yes. On all the different streaming platforms for podcasts. Um, and if you have a question or you're trying to correct us and you need to, you know, give us your take on maybe one of the stories that we mentioned, you can always go to thistimewith.com slash talk yeah right and let us know what we got yeah. wrong hey we have a perfect record we've yeah. never gotten anything wrong in our lives never nothing ever we challenge you to correct us please yeah please i dare you <laughs> also just right into the show we want to yeah. we want to have more engagement we love that so much in the first season uh we had lots of write-ins we're going to start posting this more on our instagram as well too so we can yeah. get kind of questions from all over the place so yeah. please Join us and make sure you download the episode Sunday night or Monday morning so you have it for your commute that day. Yeah. Shall we? Yes. Why don't we begin? Let's begin with the news. Do, 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 do. Oh, that was, a, that was a duo today. That was a very good... I like that. I like when, when it's two people yeah. and not three. <laughs> it mm. sounds so much better with just two people. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So, That's what I'm hearing. First topic of the news. Martin Scorsese compares Marvel movies to theme parks. And this is from Brianna Bell. A variety. Variety. Thanks, Brianna. Man. So, in an interview with Empire Magazine, Martin Scorsese gave the Marvel Cinematic Universe the cold shoulder, comparing the billion-dollar franchise to theme parks. I don't see them... I tried, you know, but that's not cinema, Scorsese told Empire magazine yeah what do you think you know it's 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 this is the thing like when you when you're giving a quote uh it could be misconstrued in so many ways right i don't think he said this with like malice or anything like that like with like giving like a a, like a middle finger to the mcu like i don't think it was that at all no i just think that scorsese is coming from a different world of film you know what i mean he's coming like he's from the same school like the the same film classes like spielberg and francis ward coppola and george lucas where they have their own kind of they were coming up in the 70s the 60s the 70s where they have their idea of what a movie is and you know and and when anything challenges that they're just like hold on a second you know here's here's a hot take say it i agree with him Okay. I do agree with Martin Scorsese. So what what are you what are you agreeing with? I'm agreeing with the movie being almost like a roller coaster ride, a right. theme park. Yeah. It's not the typical cinema that you would be used to. Right. You know, or in cinema be- in the sense of I guess everybody kind of has their own idea of what cinema is, right? right. Quote unquote. Cuz I guess 
I saw a lot of people kind of this, of course, as with everything, this got blown up on Twitter, right? And the subreddits and everything like that, with people saying, "Hey, yo, what does Scorsese know?" Like people arguing that way, and it's funny because like we'll That's we'll hard to say. we'll get to the quotes from the actual you MCU know. people soon, but like I I agree with you in the sense that like if you're putting an MCU movie next to let's say Taxi Driver, yeah, they're not the same type of movie, yeah. Um, but I guess it's I, I the way I see it is I see cinema as anything that moves you and. Believe it or not, we actually have Shay phoning in right now. Whoa! Let's 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 bring him into the conversation, please. And we are waiting for a connection. We're connecting right now. We're connecting with uh, Shay in the United States right now. We're just so. Uh, Looking at Shay's a, using that. Uh, was it T-Mobile? He's T-Mobile, using over there. <laughs> T-Mobile connection. Is it, it's great. It's because he's FaceTiming too. I just see my face right now. <laughs> um. Oh man. Yeah. So is it? Is but oh, call failed. So we'll see if failed. we can get Shay back on the line in a second. So, but yeah, I'll let you continue. It's it's hard to say because you know Scorsese could tell a story of. Like just one person and sitting in a room with a book, and he probably could make a crazy story out right, of it. Right. And that is cinema. Literally, cinema is is not just the special effects or these superheroes being on screen. It's essentially the story being told. Right. And a lot of these Marvel stories that are being told have already been told in a book or in another, right. some sort of other fashion. Uh, while Scorsese's films usually might adapt a uh, a screenplay from a a novel, or maybe it's just original yeah. type of it's, content. It's, it's, I, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, I think we're going to get Shay on the air here. Uh, we have Shay calling in live from Dallas. Uh, Shay, how you doing, man? Hey, guys. How you guys doing? Good, Ben. How you doing? Good. Uh, so I have to answer to the question. I'm calling in to get the free hat. The free hat? Yeah, yeah. So what is today's secret question answer? With the Kraft Brothers. You got it, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Shay, also, uh, earlier in the show, Anthony and I uh, wish you a happy birthday as well, too. Yeah. Well, you guys are incorrect because my birthday is tomorrow. So that's a- well, seeing that this episode well, seeing will... By the, by the time people listen to it, though. Yeah. Yeah, that, now you've jinxed my birthday. Now I might not have it. It's true. We have a few hours to make it not happen. Well, I hope not. Uh, so, Shay, Anthony and I right now, we're actually discussing uh, the Scorsese quotes that's been kind of all over Twitter and social media yeah. and the news. So he basically, if you haven't seen, which we know you have, uh, Scorsese basically compared Marvel films to theme parks. Uh, did you right. want to Did you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, I'll weigh in on that. So I, I definitely, um, the enjoyment and the excitement that I get from a Marvel movie is equivalent to a theme park. But does that diminish the quality of the film or uh, make it that less cinema? No. I think cinema is evolving and it's changing. And uh, as time goes, it'll it'll be different. But granted, it's not like a Scorsese movie all the time. Right. But that's not what I always want when I go to the theater. It's true. I mean, there's a lot of diversity now when we're, when we're watching movies and... With everything that Disney owns, you know, they own a huge chunk of the box office now. We could see that a lot of their films kind of, they make so much money because they do appeal to such a, a huge base, kind of like a theme park does, right? Uh, yeah. where, where, like, something like Taxi Driver isn't going to appeal to the masses. No, and I mean, eventually at some point, Disney and Marvel will have to shake it up because 
granted, after 23, 25 films, uh, they will all start to feel the same. Eventually, yeah, they'll have to change up the formula or make a movie that's darker. But I think what we're getting with Phase 4, specifically with the new Doctor Strange uh, movie coming out, it it appears that they're now going to hopefully be opening the door to more themes and more different ideas. That's great. Yeah, Yeah. I think think you, you nailed it. Uh, Anthony, Anthony was on the side of Scorsese. Scorsese saying that Scorsese is right, and I and I think he's right. Like I'm not disagreeing with him that they're not like yeah. you don't get. I I still consider them part of like cinema, cinema. movies, but but I get where I get the school of thought Scorsese is coming from. I guess I guess if you were to define cinema, the Marvel Cinematic Universe wouldn't be that cinema that would kind of last forever. Does that make sense? Right. Or like the yeah, like the yeah. timeless kind of movies? That timeless kind of movies. You, it's, it's and that's a really hot take because I'm saying that Endgame or Marvel cinema is not timeless. It is. There's certain aspects to it, but it's a it's, certain it's, niche. Yeah, and it's also still new. New, right? Yeah. Um, James Gunn had a response. Yeah. What did James Gunn say? So I was outraged when people picketed the Last Temptation of Christ without having seen the film. I'm saddened that he's now judging my films in the same way. He added that, said, I will always love Scorsese, be grateful for his contributions to cinema, and can't wait to see The Irishman. That's coming from James Gunn, so the director so that was of like a, that's Guardians. A, that's, a, that's a, I don't know what kind of comment that is, James Gunn. It's like, I am don't like what he said, but I'm still going to like him. Well, he, like, well, he was just trying to like. I don't know what was what was the point of that whole response. Well, I think I think what he's saying with that is that like he still loves Scorsese. Like when you watch Guardians, like Tarantino and Scorsese were some of the first, or not even just the first, but like the ones who really popularized having, let's say, like licensed music in movies, right, and kind of using them in ways that we don't traditionally see mm-hmm. at their time, right. And he's still a huge Scorsese fan. I've seen James Gunn talk about Scorsese, so I think he's he's also like this guy that who I idolize is kind of almost attacking the MCU again we're we're blowing this quote up more right yes. but like so he's saying I, I still love this guy but like he's he's saying that Scorsese himself has faced people judging his movies before they've watched them right, 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 right. um yeah it's it's I think, just to, just to interject you real quick, yeah please I, I, I think I think it's blowing up a lot more than it really should have I think Martin Scorsese has his opinions his idea he's he's the old school film of thought right and I think he has some merit to what he's saying. I mean, granted, the guy's made some of the greatest films of all time. Uh, he, it, it's really like that old guy that just can't get in with the new kids, and, it, and it's fair. You don't have to like our new music. You don't have to like our new movies, and we'll still respect and value what you have to say. Now, if you're coming out and saying, oh, it's garbage, don't go watch it, totally get it. But he's really just kind of saying, yeah, it's not cinema and it's like sure that's fair i mean that's that's your opinion you you know what cinema is because you've also defined so much of cinema i i don't think it's as bad as when what james cameron said when james cameron came out and said that i hope people get avengers fatigue like he was really trying to say i hope they stop making superhero movies that was kind of his idea yeah no you're right and like i think he had words for wonder woman and as well things like that too so he's been he's been a lot more on the offense where scorsese i feel like Somebody uh, like this is one of those things that a, a, a reporter asked him about the MCU, yeah. right? So yeah. it's almost like you're getting like these almost baited questions, yeah. And then those yeah. responses are making headlines, and it's being misconstrued and woven into all these different articles and stuff that just don't, I think, equate to his real feelings of like 
it, it could it feels like he just kind of said more of like a passing comment not really like a yeah, marvel movies are like the bane of cinema no because you know I mean? he said that as well as they're made the the, the presence of them feels very theme parkish that's like he said that they're well-made films um but they pull off this like theme park ride vibe which i you kind of understand because you you go in and it's like yeah. this roller coaster of a movie oh my god was the story phenomenal to the point where it's like wow that that's that made me think or made me change my attitude towards um a certain th- theme that's happening in the world right it's not it's just I'm sorry, you're blowing up stuff and you're hitting people and it's a lot of like action and violence and you have these characters that you would read in comic books. Now they're, you know, on the big screen. Right. So and it has a, to me, it does have that theme park vibe. Yeah. And I don't, and I don't think every two, and I think the thing at least that Marvel I think has done so well is that they have their, their style of movies and it's obviously successful for them, right? Like yeah. they, they're making so much money they are their people love their movies and yeah. enjoy their movies and rewatch their movies so obviously they're doing something right hot take hot take say it. you have another hot take i have another hot take say it anthony um oh god my phone's getting hot from all these hot takes <laughs> you're gonna have a thermal event in a second. yeah we're gonna have like a yeah. nuclear explosion um oh my god <laughs> <laughs> how many how many best picture wins has disney studios won I honestly, best picture? Best picture, other than like friggin' Cinderella, like from Disney Studios. Are you talking about like the Walt Disney Studios, not like their uh, other companies, right? No, not like none, Miramax or no, anything, nothing like, like that. Like Disney Studios? I don't know. If because they, Disney uh, gets to the point where all they care about is making these blockbuster movies and, and making a lot of money, but they're, they don't really focus on great storytelling right and but you know what i i i get it that's a hot take that's my i think that's a hot take and like we have the the writer of dr strange uh c robert cargill said that when scott so scott derrickson who the director of dr strange uh when they were making dr strange the vast majority of the notes that marvel gave them were about deepening the character strengthening the story and asking them like to make it weirder so to kind of embrace their own side but and and I like that they're doing that, and they and the Marvel's giving them, I guess, the space to do that. But to, I guess to counter uh, your point, Anthony, not that I disagree with it, because you're right. I think Disney isn't in the; they're not in the business of making small movies. They're Th- not. That's not. They're I don't not, think yeah, they want to do that. Yeah. I think if they chose to do that, they could. And now that they have Fox Searchlight and they have Fox, like they're going to have movies now that are going to be competing on the lower scale right those smaller budget films right like disney as a brand is always family entertainment come to the theater see a spectacular show right yeah they're not in the the business of making award-winning movies anymore they're in the business of making blockbuster broken record movies yes they want to be the next broken record they don't awards are great to shine a light on a studio or a director or a company but disney has the biggest spotlight on them on together so why do they need the academy award yeah and when you look at like the best picture wins too it's like uh the sirens are on shay's end i think i think the cops are coming for his hot take uh (laughs) um (laughs) i can't say that man (laughs) um 
um yeah like when you look at the best pictures of the last few years it's always a lot smaller scale movies right it's like it's the green books it's the uh, oh my god Shay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, it's all good, Matt. But yeah, like with um, <laughs> uh, like when you <laughs> when you see like the best picture, like Green Book, Moonlight. These are all very small budget films, right? Right. These are the ones that get the 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 Oscar love, but they're not the ones that have the biggest budgets or biggest box office, right? Yeah, I think another part of it is these characters that are on screen. They're not originating from film like you yeah. know what I'm they're not like an indiana not, jones yeah they're not like a star wars where right. these it started there it right. started with the film right and it grew into something the, the best i guess a superhero movie could get screenplay wise is like best adapted screenplay even if it's like a best an original story would they not still be considered like an adapted story i believe so because right? a lot of what you've seen has been kind of like picked and yeah. pulled from different like, story arcs like from- logan was nominated for best adapted screenplay or when you look at the screenplay of that movie yeah that's not the old man logan comic Correct. book at Correct. all it's the only really sharing thing is that it's logan old, old. Yeah. you know what i mean which see that is that is a story that i don't think marvel will ever kind of tell because or disney would ever tell because it's such a rough and grit movie and it doesn't bring in that money that they're looking for well yeah i mean but i think the characters could right like we're seeing the joker which we'll talk about in a little bit yes that's killing it at the box office but we'll save that for when we get there but i think there's room for r-rated superhero movies but will we see like the disney flagship characters with r-rated r-rated uh ratings i don't think we'll see be seeing that yet yeah uh, Shay, is there anything else you wanted to add, man, before we let you go? No, that, that's honestly it. I, I just, uh, um, yeah, honestly, you guys have been great. Uh, love the podcast. Love calling in. Uh, we'll be sure to send you your hat, so make sure you stay in the line, and we'll uh, we'll get you your information to send you the hat. <laughs> awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great night, okay? All right, buddy, and happy birthday, okay? Happy birthday. It's not my birthday yet, stop Okay. All right, cool man. man. Cool, Happy cool birthday. Man. <laughs> okay, take it or leave it. I don't know what you want. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks so much, man. All right, guys. Take care. Have a good night. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Oh, Shay. He's the worst, he's eh? He's the worst, eh? <laughs> Moving on. I can't believe he's, like, in the States and, like, he has, like, seven... <laughs> you know the scene in The Dark Knight uh, <laughs> Rises? Yeah. Where, like, all the cops chasing him? Yeah. That literally is what was happening with Shay right now. But, yes. He was, he was only at a McDonald's. He was only at a... He was just getting, a, like, a dollar drink days, yeah. you know? Uh, moving on. Stranger Things. Renewed for another season. Woo! This is coming from... Leslie Goldberg of The Hollywood Reporter. Yes, yes. So, um, Stranger Things has inked a nine-figure Netflix deal. How many figures? How many, how many Sorry, figures? that's the Duffer Brothers. Got a nine... Apparently, they have a nine-figure. The, nine figure, the yes. creators. So, so how much is nine figures? That's like over 10 million, right? Oh. Because that's, that's, that would be nine figures, right? Oh, wait. Is that more than... Is that 100 million? Yeah, because that's... Oh, yeah. Yes. Nine figures is... A uh, hundred. Is, 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 is billions, right? Million? No, millions. 100 million. <laughs> Let me go to my calculator. Oh, my goodness. We're obviously mathematicians here. Yeah, that's like 100 millions. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with yeah, zero. Yeah, so season zero. four confirmed. Okay. So that's what we know for sure. Season four is coming. And it says this isn't Hawkins anymore, whatever the teaser trailer said for it. 
That's a hundred million. A hundred million. Oh my god. Damn. And and that's not for Stranger Things. That's just for Netflix to secure them for. for uh, I don't ever. know. I don't know how long the deal was that they signed for, but yeah, that's huge. A, a nine figure deal to stay with Netflix. I guess. I guess Stranger Things is that big. Yeah, that like literally when you look at our next story with Jordan Peele. Yeah, it's like that's that like we have these stories kind of here together because it's like he has a five year deal deal with Universal. Yeah, it almost feels like right now like we're in the draft or we're in um trade deadline. Yeah, it's and like everybody's signing at their places right I've now. I've never seen this before. Where in the film world, at least, right? Like product or studios are like buying rights buying to, talent you know yeah and it's crazy it's not like i don't i don't ever remember this happening no like, like I, I feel yeah, like i'm gonna sign you for five deal five yeah. for five movies six movies here ten movies there however hundred million dollars yeah. like wow like i know it's 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 obviously happened in hollywood like since like old hollywood where people would be like oh he's a paramount man or he's a warner brother or something but like we're seeing it now on the scale of like NBA players like this is like yeah. LeBron announcing where he's signing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, like, the yeah. Duffer brothers have only really made Stranger Things. Yeah, I was I, reading an article saying what have they really done other than Stranger Things, and, and do I, they earn that Netflix yeah. money, or is it just Netflix but, just throwing money at them for no reason? But I think this is where Netflix is right now, where Netflix has capital to throw at them. Yeah, and they're like, listen, Stranger Things is easily the most popular netflix original 100 percent. this is the most popular it's broken so many records we want to sign the creators of it to keep making things on our platform yeah. to keep warranting people to subscribing yeah and for them to get a, a, a rumored nine figure deal that's unreal yes that's crazy but i mean good for good them. for them good yeah. for them i love stranger things i love what they're creating so i hope they could continue to create i just hope that they don't get uh, kind of in the I hope Stranger Things doesn't become almost like what Walking Dead has become in the sense where it's like Walking Dead is going into its 10th or 11th season now right and it's like it's it has a spinoff it has another spinoff that just got announced for next year yeah like I just hope that it's, it's something that it knows where it wants to end and not have like just almost feel like oh this is just the same thing over and over and over do you again. like spinoffs I mean I it, it depends on the spinoff I guess right like I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan I haven't finished Better Call Saul, but and everything I've watched of it, I've really enjoyed. Right. But like, there's just something about like the original that just like you almost don't want more. Yeah, you don't want a spinoff. Like, you I don't know? know who wants a spinoff of uh, Stranger of, Things, like of or of, anything of TV shows. It's just yeah. it just feels like it's almost like a like a, a it's cheap a, take. Yeah, and it's on it's, on something that you really want. Yeah, and it's an old thing too, right? Yeah. I mean, like this, like this is. Spinoffs were huge in the in the seventies and sixties with TV, right? Like happy, like Happy Days, Mork and Mindy, right? Mary Tyler Moore Show, and right. then we have things like um, like All in the Family, the Jeffersons, and all that. All that stuff is kind of the same world, and same yeah. with like like there's so many so convoluted, right? But with all the stuff, you just don't care about it. Yeah, and and I think the difference is like when you have a spinoff on a TV show, and you're following like a different family and different their whole different family dynamic. That's one thing, but like. Right. When you're looking at The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead, they're kind of like the same show. Right. Just with different characters. Like, they're right. kind of dealing with the same, same with, thing. Same with Better Call Saul. It's like you're still dealing with that. You're Yeah, you're in that world. It's a different side because it's more of the law side, but you're still 
in that world. So it's, I guess you're just hoping that Walter White shows up. Yeah, you're kind right? of hoping like, like you're just oh, who hope- from the original series yes, is going to pop essentially, up? Essentially, right? that's that's all you're waiting yeah. for. Yeah, and again, that's not to take away from Better Call Saul because obviously it gets phenomenal reviews and everyone gets nominated for it. But right. I, like I'm literally, I have four episodes left the season five again of, of Breaking Bad, and I'm just like, I can't wait to see what comes next in the movie. But it's also not making me go like, oh my god, I got to watch Better Call Saul now. Yeah, you know what I mean, and. I saw the tra- the trailer actually just dropped today. It doesn't have a name yet because uh, at New York Comic Con, Joan Vo- Vote Roberts, who did the um, Kong Skull Island, and is going right. to he directed, I guess the pilot or the show, whatever it's called. They don't have a name yet, right? And it looks kind of visually different than Walking Dead, but it's also like, what? How much different can the situations be? The if zombies. You're, if you're still kind of dealing with the zombies, smarter. they're smarter. They're just know? regular people. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how about you? Like, what's your take on? Uh, like I guess is has there been a spinoff that you've no I'm trying to, it's, it's, I'm trying to think of I'm a spinoff think right, of now. right now yeah and I don't I don't not nothing comes to mind um, but I don't like them I just I'm just thinking like if Stranger Things had a spinoff would I watch it I'm like no because I love that cast um, if some of the like and Westworld you, yeah. if that came if there was a spinoff of Westworld would I watch it probably not because. It's not. It probably wouldn't be Christopher. Uh, sorry, Christopher Nolan. Jonathan Nolan. Uh, Jonathan Nolan's yeah. um, and also, stories. What's going to be different about the spinoff that isn't right? You know what I mean? It's, like it's like you kind of have like the same arcs going through it again, just kind of with different characters. Which yeah. there there would have to be an such an interesting character that you you would want a spinoff for that person. Yeah, that you would want to be like, yeah, let me invest again in this. But then they're not, it's not part of that whole team. Yeah, and then and then if they do something you don't like, you yeah. were just like, oh, no, I just look at the, I just look at, no, it's just the original. Like, when we look at, like, uh, I'm thinking now of the Hobbit films, right. I think Lord of the Rings trilogy is perfect. Like, I love the Lord of the Rings yes. trilogy. When I look at the Hobbit films, I, I haven't revisited those movies since watching them in theaters. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I've never gone back, but the Lord of the Rings trilogy, I watch it every year. Wow. Like once once Christmas comes around, I don't know. They're just always Christmas movies. Yeah, they're me. very. They're, they came out during. Yeah, they came out like in December, December, right? or November, December. Type so like, and I know a lot of people that always watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy at that time of the year too, or at least watch it once a year because there's such a love for them. Same with Harry Potter with me. Right. Like I love the Harry Potter films. When I look at Fantastic Beasts, the first one was like, okay, yeah, sure. See, I can see movies more in in that spinoff uh, um, environment because right. movies are so small; they're shorter, they're two hours long. Well, right. TVs, you invest years and hours into it, and then you just don't want to see a, a spinoff of maybe a character that you you liked, and then right. you're gonna watch years and hours of worth of that, yeah, of their life, right? So. A movie would have it's such a smaller take that or you or a smaller amount of time as in invested into that character and you want to know more about right, it. Right. And right. they make more sense. But TV show spin-offs, I don't know, man. Yeah. They're but just, even then like I don't it, vibe with them. Yeah. But if it's done well enough cuz like even though like I gave the example of like Mary Tyler Moore and like Happy Days and like All in the Family and all that stuff. I right? like those spin-offs were at least like totally different than like the original, I guess show they spun off from yeah but I, I but in the example like walking dead like i don't think the walking dead spinoffs have been different enough to really warrant them like feeling like at least warrant me revisiting yeah. it you know like i've watched every single season of the walking dead except for the last one because i just kind of like i just fell off i'm like i just i'm just not enjoying this as much anymore yeah. and like with 
Rick kind of getting his own spin-off movies now. Like there's there's so many just like different branches that the show is taking and there are characters that are I guess crossing over from um Fear of the Walking Dead and Walking Dead and Arrow and the Flash and all that. That's a perfect example too where right. I used to watch Arrow every week and season 2 was arguably its best and then the Flash got introduced and then Supergirl's now in that world and like uh, Black Lightning and like uh, the whatever the show is Legends of Tomorrow like there's almost so much I'm like I can't even keep up with this now yeah see superhero moves like again any it's like that's, comic book it's issues a, at this you, point right they they could see that's like the one time a spinoff would work right you know because it is uh, these characters that have their own comics and they can have their own villains and they have their own storylines and yeah. but you also have to like keep up with it as well yes. too it's an investment oh, yeah right? like if you buy comics there's so many different comic books that literally tell you the same thing over and over right. and just in different you know people but um hopefully the uh the duffer brothers duffer brothers yeah their 100 million you know investment is not just for stranger things it's for other yeah, maybe it's a movie that why not yeah you know that um that is completely original. Yeah. Because they have, they've only done Stranger Things. I think they want to do something else. Yeah, I right? think so too. And it's just like the, um, the, the brother, the guys who did Game of Thrones, right? Like they're not involved in the prequel series of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which is again a spinoff, but they're, they got a deal from Lucasfilm to go make Star Wars stuff. So obviously they're going to go do that. Right. Um, and they've kind of only really been proven with Game of Thrones. And the last season kind of is, as a mixed bag, depending who you ask, right? Yeah. Um, oh man, Such yeah. A mis- mi- mixed uh, bag. Yeah. Then obviously with Jordan Peele as well too. Like yeah. Good. Like five years with Universal. Like he's, I think, been probably one of the most, I guess, disruptive directors in the last few years, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have Get Out, which was just a phenomenon, and I think you had Us as well too. That a lot of people spoke about. I, I, I keep forgetting it came out this year. It feels so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching it with you. And yeah. In it, March, we, right? We, in March. When we came out of that movie, we didn't feel like it was his strongest, but right. it wasn't. It wasn't a bad movie. It no. It wasn't like, oh, he's a one-hit wonder. No, type not of at all. No, it was a. It was a cool. It was a cool take. take. I, I I think the biggest thing with that movie was that, uh, I just don't think the ending, kind of, it, it left me with more questions of. I guess the the world, the reality yes. of the world, not yeah. questions like, oh, let me leave thinking about this. I, it was more like thinking of logistics of the world, which again, like you shouldn't always leave a movie thinking that, but I think if a story is told well enough, mm-hmm. you don't bother to think about those logistics. Yeah. Right. But like when you start questioning, I guess the, the physics and reality of a movie, like that's when you're just like, okay, I'm, I'm, I think there are things being introduced that is missing the point of the story. Right. And that's just my take on it. But um, I think it was it, it made me more excited to see what he does next because yeah. obviously Jordan Peele is phenomenal. I love him. So, so. he signed this um, Universal deal, and who does Universal own? Universal is uh oh, tell me. Oh shoot, are you about to drop your Fast and the Furious Jurassic Park spinoff right now? Yes. <laughs> no. 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 Um, I was like, hold I on think, a second. I think they signed Jordan Peele to rebrand Universal's monster movies. Well, I think he's involved in it, right? Is he? I don't I know. Think, is <laughs> Just, he involved in the Invisible Men? Let me get a confirmation on that. I don't know, but I like when I when I saw that Tate, and it was like five five movie deal or five yeah, it's a five movie deal. I'm wondering if because he his like his last two movies are a horror genre. Yeah, yeah. They're bringing him on to recreate that monster Universal monster movie 
with the mummy or maybe like invisible man invisible man yeah dude uh, i'm down for that that'd be cool because let him let him shepherd in that that universe of just because he's doing twilight zone twilight zone yeah yeah he's like a he's part of that yeah. that that um franchise yeah why not like universal doesn't have they have fast and the furious yep and they have jurassic park they could bring back mon- people love monster movies. They do, and monster but movies they, always they want to do it well. well. Yeah, you so, know, not like the Tom Cruise Mummy, which was like I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I still haven't seen it, and but I love that idea, and I, even this is the thing, like his take on monsters. I would, would be, I, I would love for him to be like the visionary behind it. Yeah. Maybe not him necessarily directing the movies, no. but let him be almost be like the Feige and being the like Kevin Feige of Marvel. He writes be- the story and produces it. Yeah, let's let's get a producer. Let me let him find a director for yeah. it. Let him build a creative team behind it and kind of build that world. That would be so cool, and you could do so much cool things with these classic monsters that we don't see anymore on the big screen. Was it Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing, uh, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, the uh, Mummy. mummy. Uh, Dracula, uh, Dracula, the Invisible Man. Like you like, have so. I would love to see a like a proper Dracula yeah. movie. And they just finished shooting the Invisible Man. They just finished shooting it like a few weeks ago. So is he part of it? Uh, I don't think Jordan Peele's part of it. But like I, th- whatever it comes, like if it's good enough, then is this like uh, like Invisible Man with Kevin Bacon? No, part three, two. So the Invisible Man was supposed to be Johnny Depp. Do you remember when he like literally they took? No, you don't remember. I, no, so they literally, they literally. This is how much the Dark Universe. That's what it was going to be. Yes, this is how much they that. jumped the gun. They literally opened up. I think it was the Mummy with the Dark Universe logo, and then they released a cast photo of like Johnny Depp, uh, Javier Bardem, like all the characters that they cast as these classic monsters right and like the movie the and uh tom cruise and then the movie got canceled oh my god oh <laughs> werewolf crazy. with the werewolf guy yeah 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 it's crazy like it's it's crazy that they like they had the idea for it and then as soon as they like got one movie down they're just like eh, let's uh, let's cancel that yeah cool let's yeah. move on uh jordan peele is not involved sorry with uh, just to confirm with the invisible man but what's interesting is that it is bloomhouse though which jordan peele has worked with with get out Okay. So and so, Invisible Man is not part of the. Is it part of the Universal, the Dark Universe? Yeah, or is it Bloomhouse part of Universal's? Apparently, is it is going to be in the Dark Universe, but I don't know if it's. It's kind of really up in the air right now right. with what it what it's going to be because obviously the Mummy was not the hit that they wanted it to be. But I, like, it's so easy to make a mummy. I just don't get why they I can't make a mummy movie. Just fu- just set it up in Egypt. Just The mummy comes alive and like, it wreck, like, wreaks and that's havoc it. over you know some city. And then some guy has to fight it. Why not? That's I, so I think, easy. I no, think you, you got to make it so yeah. complicated. I don't, I don't understand why, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Let's move on to some other news. Disney to stop accepting ads from Netflix on entertainment networks. And this is from Alex Orpin from The Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, we have a lot of Hollywood Reporter stories. A lot stores, of THRs today. But nothing from our friend Boris Kitt. Boris, Boris, where are you, Wait, man? Wait, no, Boris said something the other day that you sent in a Twitter. You sent something via Twitter in our direct, our DMs. Our, 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 uh, I slid into and the And it DMs. said Boris on it, unless it was just like Boris doesn't have a job. <laughs> that's why he has no uh let me I'll, oh uh they're making an inspector gadget movie oh that's that, what it was that, that's what that boris was, tweeted that was Bo- come on boris that, give that's me all some you got better. boris come on give us the give us the give us the goods man so disney is 
going to stop accepting ads from Netflix on their entertainment network. So that means uh, they won't post commercials or any ads related to Netflix on Netflix, ABC. ABC, yeah. Oh wow. But I mean, like when you think about that, I'm like, damn. Like ABC airs a lot of sport content and like TV shows and stuff like that. So that's that's prime television that we're not going to be seeing Netflix ad. Right. But they still said they're going to air it on ESPN, which is also owned by Disney. So right. it's a weird trade-off, I guess. Can they do that? I is, guess can they so. do that? Like, is if the FCC, it's a commercial. Can they like? Is that that's like almost like saying you're not allowed in my restaurant? Yeah, I I guess they can because they're still allowing it on ESPN. But I guess I guess they, the only reason why they could get away with it is because it's considered a competitor. Yeah. So it's like that's like Bob Iger leaving the Apple. But doesn't board. it become like a monopoly of sorts where it's like, well, I I own a a huge chunk of the entertainment industry, right? And I don't want you part of it anymore. Yeah, it's and weird. It's it's it's, like, it's weird. It's, it's they, really does like, ABC host the Super Bowl? Uh, ABC does. I think it's NBC. Is it NBC? I think it's NBC that does the Super Bowl because that's even that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, let me. I'm gonna look up Super Bowl. But yeah, something, something. But yeah, they went on to say in this article that um, Disney is not abandoning all ad revenue from Netflix. However, the company will still continue to accept ads from streamer ESPN. Netflix does not have any live sports, so it may not be seen as a direct competitor to the channel. Disney networks like ABC and Freeform will be impacted by the change, while channels like FX did not accept ads from Netflix even before this. Right. So. Um, I just think this is Netflix. This, I mean, this is where we are right now. Fox, Fox is going to host. Fox is going to host it. So I mean, which this, is Fox Sports is not owned by Disney, right? No, Fox, was, Fox Sports and Fox News. It's like it's its, it's own. It's, it's Fox okay. branch. It's just Fox 20th Century that right. Disney bought. But I mean, this is where we are now. Like this is where we are. I think things are going to start to get really almost like grimy it, right now yeah. with like people signing places. Like so, like how a, a lot of bridges are going to be burned. Like, what do you think Netflix's uh, retaliation? Can they retaliate? Like, what can they do? They can't take Disney stuff off their platform. No, they couldn't. But they could go after people who work at Disney, and and not in the sense of let me break your knees, <laughs> but in the sense of let's sign Imagine. <laughs> Just it's like something. It's, it's, it's literally Anchorman, but yeah. with Disney executives oh versus Netflix. I'm executives surprised nobody has spooked that yet. That's Anchorman three, probably. Oh my gosh! But I think that's. I think this is where we're going to start seeing. Hey, Disney does something. Netflix doesn't like. Disney goes out. Let's say Disney. Let's say the Russo brothers get signed by Netflix for yeah the, a billion dollars. I think that's where they retaliate. They you know start I mean? stealing talent. The talent, and we've been seeing Netflix do this already. It's very very. Like technology, this is what like technology companies do with yeah. each other. This is like, like they're I buy stealing like this talent. guy from Tesla, and he goes and he works for Amazon, and Apple buys this, that person. That. And, and that's what we're seeing. So we're seeing the tech world mentality, mm. the Silicon Valley tech, the mentality coming to Hollywood even more so. Yeah, and they're coming after. And we've seen people, big people from ABC leave ABC, which is owned by Disney, to sign a deal with Netflix. Yeah. So we've been seeing this already a lot. And I think Netflix is giving people a platform just to create whatever they want. And Netflix is in a spot to give them the money for it. And it's going to get a lot uglier before it gets better, I think. I would, I, I'm just hoping Netflix is not just throwing money out. Because you always hear about it in the news. Netflix is in is in debt because it's investing and throwing out money to all these people. And you you're wondering, you're hoping like 
are they making profit? Are they making money to sustain? Because right. they're, they're, you don't hear, oh, like Netflix is, you know, has a hundred billion dollars in the bank or trillion dollar, whatever. Right. It's not like they Disney, have no money Dis- in the bank. Disney, you never hear about that with Disney or yeah, you never hear about that with Amazon. No, because they literally have the, there's a Scrooge McDuck jumping into their pools of money where Netflix is in severe debt. Right. And I hope this doesn't, like, I really hope they strategically have a game plan for the long run rather than just shooting out yeah cash flows to everyone you know yeah because you have so many brilliant creators on netflix creating content i don't want i'm always scared not that i don't think it will happen soon but like it's always like they're they're trying to live in they're they're living now yeah they're not they're not living for the future they're not they're not skating to where the puck is going they're skating to where the they're playing where the puck is now right you know what i mean to for that old uh wayne gretzky analogy that's a saying um yeah like i'm always scared one day i'm going to wake up and like see news like netflix files for bankruptcy or like netflix to be purchased by right you know what i mean like i feel like netflix is like the example of everyone where it's like oh we're going to make the netflix of games or we're going to make the netflix the netflix of like disney but it's netflix style right like um i just don't want disney i don't want netflix to be like the sacrificial lamb at the end of the day of yeah. being like we started all this and like we didn't have the right i guess foundation to uh keep this fruitful in the long run right, right. so yeah it's it's hard i we i don't know we won't know until we get there but i just with the thing with the ads right now like i just think this is just um companies being companies and it's all at the end of the day it's coming down to money for them right yeah um, let's move on to box office. You're going to do your box office sound? What's the box the office sound? I'm oh, so sorry for whoever oh, had to listen to this. That's the envelope being that's open, right? <laughs> that's the envelope, right? yeah. God, I can't wait till we do an box Os- office. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait till we do a, an Oscar episode and we have to mimic the envelope being opened every time. And then we'll just keep saying, um, La La Land. <laughs> La La Land, no, actually. No, it's actually... <laughs> Um, yeah, so box office. Joker laughs last. Oh. With a record 40 million on Friday. Insane, dude. This is from Scott Mendelson of Forbes. So Joker opened up to $40 million on Friday. The most controversial movie of the year. Easily, yeah. Easily the most controversial movie of the year. Uh, rated R. Yeah, it's a hard R for sure. Hard R for this movie. Um, Opening to forty million dollars, that's crazy. That's crazy, and we don't even like right now. They're suspecting over over a hundred million. million. Yeah, so I mean, like this movie, like the, I, the I, budget was like yeah. six. I think the budget was like around seventy, eighty million dollars yeah. for this movie. Really? Yeah, I guess because they did shoot in New York, and yeah, there's all- not there's no special effects in this film. No. No, there's. Zero. I mean, I guess there there may be some like touch ups here, but it's nothing where it's just like, oh, that's an effect. Yeah. Um, the, the fact that it made like 16, almost 16 million, I think on Thursday yeah. or 13 and a half million on Thursday and then another 40 on Friday. And like, we still have Saturday and Sunday numbers. Like, I think this is like, they already said it's going to be the biggest October opening of all time. Yep. And what's scary is that, uh, Scott from Forbes went on to say that this is a bigger opening day than Logan, a bigger opening day than Wonder Woman, Venom, and even Justice League. That's that's one character yeah not even a superhero 
But I think it goes to show that people are, are willing to accept something that's different. Do you think the controversy, the controversy that's kind of surrounding, because I'm getting a lot of people asking, should I go watch Joker? Is this going to start a war? People who don't yeah. care about yeah. comics or people Have who don't even it, right? know about like the character or even care about the character. They're like, yeah, should I go watch Joker? And I'm like, uh, well, it, it's not meant for everyone. Yeah. And it's, it is a, it's a long burn. Yeah. A uh, slow burn. Um, but the fact that they're interested in yeah, seeing that, it, it's like, that's different. So that's it, new. And that's that controversy that's being played out with this film is helping this film make this 100%. money. 100%. And they want it so much. I think, oh, so just to confirm, the, the budget for this movie was 55 to 70 million. So even smaller. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest controversies from this movie just because obviously we're on the side of like, this is a movie. This is at the end of the day. This is fiction. Yeah. We're not like the media has been, and I don't mean to say media, like in the, in the, the sense of like, Oh, blame it on the media. But like the media outlets have been picking up these stories of people of like the controversy that people are scared. It's going to create gun violence and all that right. bullshit. Uh, if you want to hear our thoughts kind of deeper on that, listen there's to zero gun. Literally there's zero gun violence in, well, there's we'll gun say. violence, but it's not, not like it's not like condoning gun violence. Five percent right? of that movie is gun violence. Um, we have a we have a excerpt uh, excerpt of the episode from last week up on our YouTube youtubecom with where we talk about the whole Joker controversy. Or if you want to listen to episode twenty eight, uh, we have the time codes where you can listen to all that. But um, oh, I forget where I was going with this controversy. Controversy. It's gone. It's oh, out of my no, brain. Daniel, I, I set that were, up so much. You were like almost there. I was then... almost there. Oh, I was going to say, this is what I was going to say. I got it back. I think the biggest controversy for me in the last, I guess, week and a bit was Todd Phillips himself. Like, kind of like, he's been saying a lot about this movie where it's turning some people off in the sense where he's like, well, you can't joke anymore and you can't this anymore. And it's blame it on these people that we can't joke. And mm -hmm. it's, it's almost one of those things where it's like, whether it's there's some truth to that or if it's just not because you still have people doing very risque jokes like we had Taika Waititi playing Hitler in a movie yeah but I just think maybe it's maybe Todd Phillips type of humor that he feels is being attacked right but I just think that his his kind of statements have been a little inflammatory with some people on social media as of late that's those are the kind of comments that I feel like creates more controversy and that turns off people more from watching the movie. But I've never had, even if the Joker is not for you, just like what you were saying, people are still interested in it. And I don't think people are turned off from watching it. No, if anything, they're just more curious to see what it's all about. Yeah. Right. And I think at the end of the day, Warner brothers is just like, yes, we have yes. a successful comic book movie right now. Another one. Yeah. Three for three. One. We had Shazam. That has been, was great. Oh, sorry. Four for four. Shazam. Wonder uh, Woman. Wonder Woman. But I mean, Wonder Woman had Justice League oh, after yeah. it. Was it Wonder Woman then Justice League? Justice League. But we had Aquaman, uh, Shazam, now Joker. Okay, so was, three for three. And then we had uh, Birds of Prey coming out next year, which we'll talk about soon. Are you going to see Joker again? Yes. Yeah? Um, yes, I probably will see it. Yeah? Um, just because when I watched it the first time, you know, when you watch a movie the first time, you kind of just, you have all this hype that's, yeah. that you're, you're just like, expecting. And what is just, this going to be? Yes. And then you kind of you let you you get so caught up in it and you just you almost can't, know, you can't you, capture you don't know what, what you to make want. what you just watched right um but i will watch this again yeah. and i will you know pay attention to everything that's happening in that movie yeah. 
Because there is a lot of happenings. I can't wait to watch. I've been more so this week. I've been thinking about it so much. Yeah. Just I'm like, damn, that was a good movie. And just I'm, I think I'm so I just want to see, see Joaquin. Like there was there was a gif I, I sent you of like Joaquin smiling. And he does this little like. Twitch with the eyebrow. Twitch with the eyebrow. And I did like that's that totally passed over me. I didn't even notice that. That was the um, that was from the camera test that they did last year. Yeah. So last September when they released that first uh teaser trailer on instagram todd phillips posted it on instagram and he does like this weird like smile uh, you'll know what you're talking about if you if you watch like the trailer he does this like this weird like almost like like relief smile that he does like so almost like almost like he's so prideful of himself yeah. he does this little eyebrow twitch and it's so unnerving that i'm yeah. like oh my god his perform his performance alone is is worth the admission. And then you said and during the movie all the little mannerisms that he had, and yeah. I, I totally missed that. Yeah. So I'm going to go watch it again. Can't wait. I'm going to like love his performance again. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to win Best Actor. I think so, the, too. He'll get his due because I think he's yeah. long overdue for his Oscar. Yeah. he's He's been like from Gladiator to Walk the Line to You Were Never Really Here. Like yeah. There's been so many performances that he's been... Like, Walk the Line even pushed him to <sighs> alcoholism. Yeah. Like, that's how much he was invested in and, that character. And he, have you seen it? No. It is I just know about it. I James just know. Mangold, yeah. director of Logan and Forger's Ferrari. It is a phenomenal movie. Reese Witherspoon uh, plays June Carter yeah. in it, and they do all their own singing in it, and it's just phenomenally done. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to watch Joker again. And with all the controversy, obviously, I think once this episode is actually out on monday i think this is gonna i think this has the potential to break 110 million yeah and as of now there's no there's no violence that's happened incidences you know people are watching the movie they're they're talking about it they're enjoying it or disliking it which is um they're giving their yeah their reviews on it which is great you get to hear what other people think about this film yeah other than the critics because we've been we've been in such an echo chamber of the Venice Film Festival, yeah. and then from TIFF, yeah. where the only people talking about it have been the people who have seen it, plus other people reacting to the the critics. So, like, it's nice having, like, as much as I hate some YouTube videos where it's, like, 37 things you missed in Joker, and there's a bunch of circles on the thumbnail oh, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. As much as I hate those videos, it's nice seeing them at least being created because there's so much conversation happening around this movie, and I love it when that happens, good or bad, conversation is good yeah right cool let's right. move on to trailers 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 that was a new one how'd you like it yeah it was good it was okay it was, it was you know yeah. it was okay it was a little pitchy i think um we had quite a bit of trailers this week we did it was a good week for trailers it was a good week it started off on was it sunday or monday i think monday it was monday morning literally got, right no, as our episode yeah, went monday, live yeah monday morning we got Kingsman. Or the, the King's, King's Man, man as, as Jay Z would say. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Um, I'm a businessman, not a bit. I'm a businessman. I'm a businessman, not a businessman. I don't know. I'm a businessman, not a. It's one of those things. Yeah, one of those. Welcome to Jay Z um, talk. The King's Man. Yeah. The pre- what did they call this? The prequel. To, this is the prequel to series. The King's Man. The Kingsman. Yeah. Men. Kingsman. So this is a story about how the Kingsman formed, formed came to be, and again how, how they came to be. Matthew Vaughn is directing this, which yeah. is a rarity for him. He doesn't really ever direct sequels. Now this is a trilogy of films that he's directed, and 
he will do another Kingsman after this, which is, I guess, going to be the end of the series. Yes. What did you think of this trailer, Anthony? It was pretty too dope. It was pretty taupe. Pretty taupe dope. <laughs> pretty taupe dope. Uh, no, pretty dope. Um, this the the cinematography is great the action the story i love ralph fines yeah ralph fines plays um we'll say this version's eggsy yeah almost like his is it is it eggsy no what's his name colin first character yeah colin first yeah. character what's his name uh not galahad a uh, galahad is mark strong's character is uh no is it galahad I'm oh my i'm up. blanking on kingsman right now the man kings man shay shay guarantees listening to us and yelling you idiots. you idiots! You didn't know that Colin Firth was uh, uh Harry. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Harry. Not Eggsy. Yeah, not there is a Eggsy version is, of Eggsy is, is Taron Egerton. Yeah, and then the, we have the, the smaller, yeah. the other, the kid, smaller, the, the younger, the, the younger kid, the smaller <laughs> kid. Um, yeah, I was, I totally love it. I, I love think it. this is actually from from the trailer. Yeah, better shot than all the other ones. I think so too. Like the cinematography in this is stunning, yeah. and like the first, it just like, looks cleaner. It looks very clean. It looks very. I just love the setting of like World War Two. Is it two or one? Uh, I keep saying one, uh, and you keep saying two. Uh, I think it's one. <laughs> you think it's one? Yeah, I don't All think right. it's happening during the forties. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you talk, and I will find out for you. But yeah, so yeah, I'm guessing this is a story about how they started, how they formulated this this group of. Um, elite gentlemen, gentlemen who um, take care of you know world issues. Um, did you find it? I'm going to find it right I'm now. I'm still. Like, I feel like it's World War One though. I I went. I want to say it's World War One, just to, based on the the haircuts and the and just and like the, the look of it. I, I'm going to go with World War One. I'm going to say World War One. Yeah, final answer. Say, final I'm, answer. Regis. Final yes. answer. Um, we also have uh, Gemma Atterton. Pardon me, Gemma Atterton. She plays one oh. of the part of. She <laughs> plays one of the you know Kingsmen. Yeah, Kingsman. Sorry, I thought you were part of that group. I thought that was a trailer that came out this week. I'm like, dude, I didn't, I didn't write that. <laughs> no, that's that's her name. <laughs> All right, okay, my bad, um, my bad. Other people that are in this movie that we did not see is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah, we haven't seen his character really yet. Which is a huge, like, and Matthew Good's in it as well. Matthew Good, uh, yeah. Stanley Tucci, Daniel Bruhl, we saw a little we bit of We saw a little him. bit of him, yeah. He plays, I'm guessing, a German. A what German. Else, what Nora, else is he yeah. playing? <laughs> I love him so much. He's so good. <laughs> Did I tell you the story of how I met him? No, you didn't tell me this at all. Yeah, this was a, this was during one of his um, premieres at TIFF, and he was just smoking in the back alley, and I'm like, yo, Daniel, and I went right up to him. He, he kind of, like, he kind of got afraid. And yeah, like, I was like, Who's I loved it? you in the movie. And I shook his <laughs> he, hand. I had like this Detroit hat on. Like he a baseball probably thought hat you on. were uh, Eli Roth, man. He's like, oh, I haven't seen you since Inglorious Bastards, man. He thought I was going to beat him up or something. Probably. It was, was it pretty Eli funny. Roth or Tim Roth? Oh, my God. I'm Eli, just, Roth. Um, Eli Roth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people say I look like Eli Roth, which I don't. That's so funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was my little story on Daniel Brule. And then I shook his so hand. So attacked him. Cool, man. What? Well, he thought I was going to attack him. Yeah, because you were. He was talking to his friend, and I'm like, "Yo, Daniel, great movie!" Because I just saw the movie that yeah, was hey, in. Hey, Danny boy, what's going on, man? I don't know. Why you I have shook a his hand, now. and he's like, "Yeah, thanks, man." I'm like, "Cool, don't fuck up." <laughs> and then I left. <laughs> I'm going to love you in the Kingsman in a few years from now. <laughs> um, but yeah, good trailer. That's funny. That's funny. Um, second trailer. This movie came out. This is was it Wednesday, Thursday. This trailer? Yeah, yeah. I think it dropped later. October 1st, it dropped. So whenever October 1st was, four Thursday. days ago. Thursday. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey. 
Birds of Prey. What do you think of this? It's a. It's this, <sighs> can I give you a quick hot take? I think this is a really beautifully shot movie, but I don't know. Like this is technically a sequel to Suicide Squad, yeah. which was a very grimy looking movie. Yeah. But now we have Harley Quinn kind of being the star of it, and this movie almost didn't look like and knew if it wanted to be an art house movie or, or a superhero super, movie. Yes. So there's there's a fine line where there's some shots in it where I was like, damn, this is gorgeous. And this looks really interesting. And then other shots where I was like, oh, this looks like a superhero team up. It's yeah. su- a Suicide Squad sequel. So it's just a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird balance where we're at yes. right now. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm not, I'm not dig. I didn't dig it. I yeah? didn't dig the That's trailer. Cool, I didn't like. Then again, I'm not a big su- I'm not a big Harley Quinn fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and seeing her in Suicide Squad, I really didn't care um, about seeing her on the big screen. Right. So watching this is like, uh, uh, do I want to watch Harley Quinn again? Right. And Margot what- Robbie does such a great role in she the does. character. She does. She owns the character. Like, I just don't think she's big enough. Like the character is strong enough to have her own movie because it just feels like a harley quinn movie there yeah. are other characters there's like huntress and then there's black mask and yeah so it's um, it's, it's interesting that this movie is called birds of prey and the eman- emancipation of one harley quinn i'm like yeah, that is like, a name it's like man. a split personality movie what do yeah. you want do you want it to be a harley quinn movie or, or do you want it to be birds, birds of prey, of prey? Movie. yeah because like i would love i i think harley quinn like especially where we're, like she's a hugely popular character right hugely popular from the arkham games from comic books from the suicide squad movie like you see so many harley quinns now at halloween yes it, i just and it's, i just it just i don't know like i'd almost would have rather them to rather them do almost like a harley quinn like sequel uh, like a harley quinn standalone because this basically is a standalone but under yeah the, like under without the, all these other characters yeah that are huge like, they're pretty big characters yeah so it's just it's just a weird uh this is Ka- a, in- directed by Kathy Ch- uh, Kathy Yan. Yeah, uh, this is her first real like, like we'll big say, studio big film. Studio right? film. Yeah. good for uh, her. Good for her. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I'm not digging it. It's it's Victor Zaz is in this too. Is he really? Yeah. What? He's played by Chris Messina. Okay. You know who Chris Messina is? I um uh the Brad Pitt, uh, Brad Pitt uh, Ben Affleck film. The one where he's a gangster. Sent oh, live by night. Yeah, live yeah. Live by night. He plays his his partner. His partner. Yeah. So like that guy. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited. Like, I'm going to see it. Obviously, I will see it. Def- I, just, I would, but like, I'm this, not going to have just, any. This movie just almost has like a personality. Like, like it has two personalities. Maybe I don't that's know what they're one. trying to vibe off. Yeah. Maybe like because Harley Quinn does have, you know, she has the good side to her, and then she right. has like the bad side to her, which is the. The, the, I love Joker. Right. They also mention like Joker a lot in this yeah. film. Like you know, Mister J, and it's just are they still is this, are they still part of that universe? That's the thing. And that's like, the thing. What like, is happening? we have Joker, which is going to be like an academy. Like literally, when this movie comes out in January or February, right? Like Joker is going to be in full Oscar mode. You know what I mean? And it's like this movie is like almost like. Well, we're DC too, and we're tied to a Joker, but not that Joker. And Jared Leto is her Joker, her Joker. but he's probably not going to be, be in the a movie. Joker ever again. You know what I mean? So it just it's we're just in a, such a weird place with DC, where it's like right when we're trying to celebrate like one Joker movie, this trailer drops, and I almost think it would have been better for them to drop this trailer like next week rather than like the week yeah. Joker's coming out. But yeah. obviously, they want to keep it top of mind. So yeah. 
Yeah. I I hope it I hope it's good. I yeah. hope it's good. At the end of the day, I I hope it's good, and I really love Margot Robbie in that role. So we shall see. Yeah. Hoping that is good. We have Six Underground. Yeah. Starring Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, directed by Michael Bay. This is a Netflix film. It is. And it's coming out. When is it coming out, Daniel? December 10th, I want to say. December 13th. I, I was close. 2019. I was very close. Uh, this is not coming to theaters. This is going straight to Netflix. Straight to Netflix. I didn't even know Michael Bay was directing a film for Netflix. I knew this movie was coming. I just didn't realize it was coming this soon. Yeah. $150 million budget. Remember Woo! I was talking to you about like, you, we were talking about budget for this film. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, no, there's no way Michael Bay is doing a like a less than $100 million movie. Yep. This is $150 million. $150. Netflix this is, is like, like one of those movies that you just don't know that's being made and it's made. Yeah. And so, but here's the thing though, like Michael Bay made it. It's very much a Michael Bay movie. It's that, there's just that high contrast look to it. Yeah. It has very big looking. Big cars explosions a lot of build a lot of yeah. glass you got ryan reynolds a lot of sweat uh, a lot of con- like that high, yeah that tanned look but i think like when you when you think about it like because we don't really fully know how netflix i guess pays their talents like I, it's still kind of like it's easy to equate like box office to success right when it was something comes to netflix and it's like oh it was watched by 40 million people but what does that really like mean in yes. terms of dollar wise, you know, I guess forty million subscribers. Yeah, but, but is that like forty? Multi- is that like are these people watching, sharing accounts? Or are they watching together? Like, there's yeah. so many little things, but it's yeah. like, I think this is where Netflix is shining. Where it's like, you know what? We could get Michael Bay, the person who has made nothing but like giant movie theater experiences, yeah. for better or for worse, to make a movie that's only on our platform. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. See, the, the thing with Netflix films and original content, they will never air anywhere else other than Netflix. Right. So you won't see, you know, Blu-rays. You won't see this content on iTunes. You won't. You usually you, see it like a year later, though, with the shows, at least. Like With there, the shows? There are shows that I, like, I see House of Cards on iTunes, and I yeah. see, like, there's some stuff that comes to them, but it's not anywhere near the release date. Yeah. Like, I think the Daredevil Blu-ray came out like a year and a half after the first season came yeah. out like it's it's a long time though so this movie's about six untraceable agents yeah totally off the grid um they're buried their past so they can change the future cool that's I, that's the premise of this film and ryan reynolds is in it man i'm in ryan reynolds is in it um the girl from daredevil is in it, in it. Uh, electra Corey hawkins a guy who played i want to say he played um uh, Dr. Dre from... Oh, Corey Hawkins. Yeah, from uh, Straight Outta Compton. Straight yeah. Outta Compton. And he's in uh, Walking Dead as well. Yes. Uh, and you kept you kept saying who? Um, I forget her name, but she was Elektra in uh, Daredevil. Adrea Arjona. Can I see what she looks like? Yes. Ye- oh, no. is it her? No, that's not her. Okay, well, my bad. Well, forget me then. And who the, the the who else is in it? What's that Spanish girl's name? That was a nice little pause. There. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That's but, all good. But yeah, I'm I'm on board for it. I'm here for it. Like I'll watch it when it comes out. Hundred percent. Why not? Yeah, it's, why not? I'm paying for Netflix anyway. It'll be a good Christmas movie. Yeah, it is. I'll watch it with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, what else do we have this week, trailer wise? 
So we went from the king's man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now we're going to the gentle man. <laughs> okay. And this is <laughs> this is um Guy Ritchie. A Guy Ritchie film, which is funny because Matthew Vaughn and Guy Ritchie had like a they used to work together. Yeah. Like produce and direct and do all that stuff together. And I honestly thought, I'm like, oh shoot, is this this isn't any it's not related to Kingsman at all, but like they look like the, the poster style looks like. is very Kingsman. So the it's, poster is like a glass of whiskey with, with a like a gun, with but a it's gun a shape it. of it's like a it's like an ice gun. Yeah. It's like, so it's in the glass of whiskey pointed up. And like the cast you have too is like you have McConaughey in it, you have Henry Golding in it, you Charlie have Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam, you have uh Colin Farrell. Yeah, you have like uh, a Hugh Grant. You, you have like a crazy cast in it too. As well as Jeremy Strong from yeah. um Succession. Succession, yeah. Like it looks it so looks this cool. guy Richie's, you know, we'll say twenty twenty version of like snatch or something yeah, like, like that the british he's come british think, crime comedy type yeah. of thing because he I, does I, one every year he did what did he do he did what did he do snatch, snatch? and then he did rock and roller yeah that was like 2000s yeah. 2006 2007 a, yeah yeah and this is now his other british yeah, comedy because then crime. he's because then he's on the sherlock holmes movies then he yeah. did king arthur and, and yeah. he did um what's the one with uh army hammer and henry cavill Oh, uh, Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle. That's it. So we did that. Actually, we actually met Guy Ritchie at the Apple Store in Soho uh, when they were doing like their oh, cool. directing talks. I wanted I wanted to flex on you too. You gave me a Daniel Brule story, so I had to give you my yeah. Guy but Ritchie like, did story. you actually see? And well, talk I didn't, to him, or I, did you see him on stage? And well, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't approach him with the Detroit hat. I didn't want to scare him, obviously. Uh, but yeah, he's a nice guy. Super nice guy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I hope like. This trailer was really cool. I love the style of it. Had, Hugh Grant, like that that opening sequence is Hugh Grant. It kind of has like this Michael Caine voice. He does. It does <laughs> like, not sound, sound like, like Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. That's why, like, I had to like do a double take like later in the trailer. I was like, "Is that that's Hugh Grant, right?" With the beard yeah. and the glasses and everything. I'm like, "Oh, he's he's not playing like traditional Hugh Grant in this, which no. I like, which I which I dig." And I yeah. I love like if a trailer has style, regardless of the movie. I'm like it was a really cool trailer, and McConaughey yeah, I, plays like a, I a marijuana, co- yeah, <laughs> d- dealer or like whatever. It's yeah, like some sort of like kingpin. Oh, he, I, I guess he's from like the state, like he's from Oklahoma. That's yeah. what it says in the synopsis. Um, and he's dealing with like some British gangster who wants his billions, his yeah. dynasty. So it looks, it looks really fun. It looks a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, then we got, we went from the gentleman. To not such a gentleman, <laughs> uh, Richard Jewell. Jewell, yeah. Yeah. This is actually, I would say, I want to say trailer of the week. Oh, we're bring- we haven't done a trailer in the week in a while, no, eh? We so, didn't do one last week. Uh, yeah. Well, we're not going back in time. Then we can. But yeah, this is Clint Eastwood directed. Clint, e- this is Clint Eastwood's like, this is, he want. he always comes out December, another, it's like secret movie that he makes he just makes he just pumps them out he wants an oscar for this one for sure uh, it's such an oscar bait movie and it's, it's actually a movie i really really want to watch it's a great trailer yeah. it's a really well done trailer the gentleman who stars in it uh he was in i tanya yes i like i don't know what tony harding like paul I, walter yeah hauser he looks like he's like i think it's potential for him to get an oscar nomination yeah. if this if it's if it's done right like this is such a really well done trailer like i was very on edge watching it and yeah. i just 
made me want to learn more about the Sam Rockwell's also in this as yeah. well too. So um, this is the story of uh, American security guard Richard Jewell heroically saves thousands of lives from an exploding bomb at the 1996 Olympics, but is unjustified, uh, unjustly vilified by journalists and the press who falsely report that he was the terrorist. So this is a true story about this guy who actually saved people, but then was. You it was know, flipped around flipped on, on him, him right? saying that he was the one the who, one who planted, it, right? uh, planted it, which eventually came out he wasn't. Um, Sam Rockwell, Olivia Wilde, John Hamm, Kathy Bates, uh, and Paul Walter Hauser, they're all starring in this movie. Go watch this trailer. Yeah. Intense. The scene I feels I feel for this man. The way they, they he keeps reciting the line in that trailer. Yeah, there's a bomb. There's a bomb in the whatever. Like yeah. when they keep reusing it, I'm like Damn, that is a good trailer. Yeah. Like, that's a trailer that sticks with you. I want to say this year, actually, it's been a really good year for movies. And mm-hmm. movies that we that haven't even come out yet. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. And like, like, think about it. Like, all the movies we've watched at TIFF yeah. that were phenomenal. Um, and then all the movies we haven't seen yet, which are going to come out within In the next three, three months, three, three months, to four months. Um, just so they can get that Oscar connection. Yeah. Or that Oscar um, bid, man, it's what a turnaround though. Because like we we spoke at the end of July or August, saying like, yeah, it's kind of been a little bit of an underwhelming yeah. year in the sense of like, you know, we've had our big, big like blockbuster movies in the sense of like Spider Man and Avengers and I uh, like Rocket Man, but like it hasn't been consistent. Then literally Tiff comes, yeah. and September is just like firing in all cylinders. Yeah, we had at Astra, at Astra, had, Honey Boy, uh, Honey Boy, Ford versus Ferrari. They, like, these are movies that haven't come out yet, and I can't. I we've watched them, and I can't wait to watch them again. Yeah, and I love that. It makes me look forward to things even more, knowing that they're good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is a phenomenal trailer. And I'll, I'm, you know what? I'm going to side with you, Anthony, as well. And I'm going to say this is my trailer of the week as well. Yeah. Shay's not here to vote. And who cares? It's true. Yeah. We can't. I'm not going to even ask him. Don't even. Don't. I'm not. Don't put I'm putting the phone down. down. The phone is down. I'm sorry, Shay. He said no. Um. Last trailer of last the Last trailer. 1917. Yeah. Sam Mendes brings World War One into your house. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> or to theaters? Into theaters. So yeah, this movie's being shot by Roger Deakins, who if you have if you don't know who Roger Deakins is, look type in his name on YouTube. He's the greatest cinematographer. He's probably of one a, of the greatest cinematographers living right other now. Other than um Lubetsky, but Yeah, but and, he's phenomenal. But nineteen seventeen is World War One, as Anthony said, and this movie's being shot to be like one continuous shot, which is super unnerving for me when that happens. Like I love it when it happens. You know, there's like, cut. There's going to be cuts in oh, this film. Oh, there's hundred percent secret cuts. They're going to stitch this movie together. Yeah. But when you're watching it, like in one long take, like you almost feel like you can't breathe because you don't want to miss anything. What movie like, has done that before? Um, I, I, it's coming to my the head. The entire movie. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there's or a, a movie, big chunk of the movie was shot as one take. There was a, a brilliant movie, um, by with James McAvoy in it. Um, I'm blanking on the movie right now. I'm going to get it right now. Um, but there's been a lot of movies. A Birdman is another one. Where That's what it is. Birdman. Oh Atonement is the name of the movie I was talking about, where it has like this amazing scene of him kind of no walking atonement. across. Uh, you know the one, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. What was that line in Atonement? I don't know, man. You know what <laughs> I it don't is. Know, it. You have to say it. I can't. I forget it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, that's a good movie, man. Yeah, such it, a good movie. There's a phenomenal scene like where he's kind of walking across like the battlefields. Yeah, and like you're just seeing everything happening. So like, if he's shooting an entire war epic like saving private ryan style movie in one shot like well think about it all the running the explosions going through the tre- because this is world war one right yeah. so going through trenches yeah. going through this it's it's there's a lot it's of- gonna be all it's pretty intense when it's yeah. one take and like you have to have figure out all the coordination with everything you have to make yeah. sure all your stuff in editing is going to stitch together nicely yeah. you have colin firth in this you have benedict cumberbatch in this yeah you have big names in this movie and I love this trailer too. It's another great trailer, and this is coming out in December. But so it's, it's, it feels like a Dunkirk film, especially because of the ticking in the trailer. That and it's because it's like British soldiers, and you yeah. just like you could you could stitch this with if, Dunkirk, and they'll yeah. match pretty evenly. Also, like I lo- Sam Mendes is great, but like when you look at like Skyfall, there's a it's very close plot wise with some aspects of the dark knight yeah. and i think you could tell that he's a big fan of nolan and vice versa obviously because they're both brilliant filmmakers but yeah i think the marketing for this movie has made it look very dunkirk-esque especially that it's following the point of view from like unknown actors like unknown british actors that you don't yeah they're not really big anywhere yeah. you know what i mean so like it's it's being marketed very much as like a dunkirk-esque movie but i love war movies so like hopefully this uh kind of itches that Scratches that itch, not itches that scratch. Scratches your war itch. My war, my World War Two itch, even though it's World War One, but maybe, maybe just yeah, rubs it, you know. Just rubs it, just, just a just, bit. Just, yeah. I'm not going to say anymore. Um, what's out this week? Out this week, Little Monsters, which is with Lupita Nyong'o, which is like that oh, weird yes, uh, zombie, zombie flick. movie. Look cool. That trailer looked really. It looked dope. very cool. Where she's taking, she's like a kindergarten teacher or yeah. like some sort of teacher, and she's trying to hide these kids. <laughs> From these zombies and try to like create, and she's killing the zombies at the same time while trying to take care of these kids. Very, very strange. And hide them from the fact that they're being um, savagely hunted. Uh, Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Which we haven't seen yet, but we will be seeing this week. It's being released in high frame rate, is 120 frames per second. Oh my gosh, my eyes can't even see that. So it's so high. I would say, like, like. If you have the chance to see it in that format, because that's the way I guess the director intended for it to be seen, it's not going to look cinematic. No, just it's going to look shot. like a friggin' high, you know, like, like you have motion blur, motion, motion smoothing on in your TV. Yes, yeah. that's what it's going to look like. Yeah, so I'm curious to see. But what that's I am look very like. curious to watch. Like, yeah, I love Ang Lee. I love Will Smith. I love Will Smith. Ang Lee, Will Smith, action. Hopefully, it makes like, something. Good. How can this go wrong? We'll we'll find out this week, won't we? But then you see, you know, Incredible Hulk, and then. Yeah, uh, Adam's family. Yeah, the the animated one. No, nah, we're not watching. Yeah. That. <laughs> we're not gonna go watch that. Uh, Parasite is getting a limited release this week as well too. We're yes. just waiting for it to. Uh, it was at TIFF. It got so much praise at TIFF, and hopefully, yep. uh, we'll be able to watch it and give you our thoughts soon. And then finally, this week, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. I am so excited, man. Aaron Paul disappeared for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. He now he has. This movie. Yeah. And then he also has Westworld. Yep, yep, yep. Man, he's coming back. He's coming back. And where he did he was doing a show on Hulu, I want to say, with Michelle Monaghan, where they play like cult leaders. Like really? so he he's been doing stuff, but like not like stuff you know. But Breaking Bad <laughs> was like was event television, you know what I mean? Yeah. So he wasn't doing anything on that scale. So it's I just can't wait to see what happens to Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. And I think I, they've been so smart the way they've been marketing this. Yep. Even the the full length trailer that came out I, a couple weeks ago. I feel was, like Walter White is in that trailer. I feel like in one of the scenes he's Jesse. contemplating 
like he's talking to himself yeah and, and like he walter he talks to walter yeah just either <laughs> walter white's alive i don't think he's alive i, yes, think, he's, he I, think, he's, I think he's dead no. Is that is that Illuminati? Is that what you're I'm giving? I'm doing right now. I'm doing a an evil eye. An evil eye. To oh, Daniel. okay. Um, or he's like talking to him in like, like his psyche. His psyche's talking. Yeah, to yeah. Him. Because there's a scene where they're on the water and there's this guy. Yeah. He's just standing on on uh, some grass. Yeah. And he, uh, uh, what's his name? Pikmin's character. Uh, Pikmin. Yeah. Pickman, Jesse. Jesse. He's seems like he's contemplating something. Yeah. So I feel like maybe he's talking to Walter White in his head yeah in that scene i don't think this movie will go by without a proper like, send off for send him. off or not not a proper send off like for just jesse but i think there will be like a almost him coming to terms with walter do you consider a this a spinoff uh i think it's it's a spinoff in the sense where it's more like a sequel because it's still the same it's one of the main characters still one of, continuing a lot the of the story. same characters yes but instead of telling it as a show season, they're telling it as a two-hour movie. Yeah. So, I'm so excited. I'm just—it's one of those things where I still get scared. Where I'm just like, okay, the ending of Breaking Bad was so perfect. I just touching it is even touching it in any sense is scary. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, okay, let's let's see what they do with it. Yeah. And I will be watching it Friday night. What are we watching this week, Dave? <sighs> Let's uh, go over Shay because he's not here and nobody cares about him. Uh, Shay so, watched uh, Love Simon. Yeah, and actually a really good film. Yeah, yeah, with really uh, good yeah. film made people cry. I um, know some people who cried. Did you cry planes. in it? Not me because okay. I was watching it, but I didn't have the the headphones on. Were we watching on an airplane? Yeah, I was. Okay, watching you have an to airplane. start with. That. <laughs> like, wait a second. <laughs> Sorry, you were I watching did, it. I said I was watching it on a plane. Oh, I didn't hear that part. And I didn't have the headphone part, but I was yeah, watching yeah. it with someone, and they it was, were watching. It was a silent movie. And I was just kind of like, uh, yeah, like if I, there's no subtitles, yeah, yeah, but that person was crying. I know our friend, a uh, friend of the show, Lynn, uh, she's a huge fan of that movie and she's been telling me to watch it as well. Yeah. So, uh, and he also, I think he's pretty much caught up with the righteous gemstones as well. Yeah. He was telling me the other day Yeah, and I looked at him like this piece, this guy, eh? this guy, I think he could just walk in and watch the shows <laughs> I watch and then tell me about him. You tell he's telling you like like it's new Get information. Well, yeah. I did the same thing that last week to you guys. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's a phenomenal show. Yeah. So again, righteous gemstones. It's righteous such gemstones. A, it's such a fun watch. Uh, give it a shot on uh, Crave or HBO wherever you want. How many watch episodes? It. There's one more episode left. I think, I think there's two or left. Two more. Yeah, episodes? So there's seven episodes out right now. Episode eight is tomorrow, so that is the sixth of October, and I think episode nine will be the following week. So HBO man, they can't go wrong. Um, I've been watching. Disenchantment. I finished Disenchantment. This is the Matt Gorning um, um, animated Netflix original. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very cool story. It's just it's fun to watch. It's it has. I mentioned it last week. It was it's a story about this princess who lives in Dreamland and yeah, she deals with you know not wanting to be a princess and she has you know these friends, um, Elfo and some devil guy and they just go on adventures. Yeah. It's but really, it's very really much. Good. It's an adult show though, right? It, it there's no swearing right there's some violence there's some like you know innuendos but yeah, it's yeah. not like um big mouth or whatever that right yeah big it, mouth it's not it's not anything like that right. there's no it's like, more gratuitous, gratuitous um we'll say is it more in the language. vein of like simpsons and family yes. guy type yes. what they get uh, not even TV? family guy more, more simpsons. simpsons yeah okay cool. yeah and like smarter jokes um and then i watched tropic thunder okay. have you seen tropic thunder before though yes I okay watched just tropic making thunder. sure 
Um, I saw it on Netflix. I'm like, oh, might as well. I had nothing to do, so I watched it. Are you a fan of Tropic Thunder? Um, yeah, I love it. I love I this. Love I, that movie. It's such a it's such a unique film. It is. I, I honestly think it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, of it's all your time. Favorite? No, not of. No, it's not my favorite movie of oh, all time. One of your favorite. It is one of my favorite movies of all times. It's such a like great cast. Um, and everyone plays a, such an important role to everyone's yeah. like, journey in that film. Matthew McConaughey, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, uh, uh, Downey Junior, Bill Hader is Bill, in it. Bill Hader, Robert Downey, yeah. Um, uh, Jay Bouchel, yeah. Um, and then we ben have Stiller, Ben obviously, Stiller, obviously, wrote and Danny directed McBride. it. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. I forgot Nick Nolte's in <laughs> Nick this Nick Nolte's in it, too. Like, what? As Four Leaf? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I always, totally like, forgot that movie that. is so quotable for me. Like, I don't know why it's so funny. It's such a childish joke, but it's like, because yeah. it's so Danny McBride. And that's why I kept, that's why I kept seeing every time I watched Gemstones. Yeah. Where it's like, when he's about to do the explosion and he's like, big ass titties. And he like, explodes. <laughs> So dumb. And he's dancing with it. And he's dancing, and they're all going crazy. And the director's like, "Oh my god, no! Like you just ruined our Steve Co- uh, Steve uh, Coogan. Coogan's in it. Yeah, he plays yeah, my the god. director. It's such a fun, such a funny movie, yeah, and it's one of those movies that I think like it pushes so many boundaries of like uh, of like uh, jokes because it's not afraid to take on like more risque jokes and stuff like that. But yeah. it's, again, it's never punching down. Uh, somebody it's always punching up yeah oh my and god it's, it's, jack black forgot jack black Jack black is phenomenal <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, and i think one of the like one of the greatest things that movie does is like just the opening to the movie where it's not even uh the movie starting it's just the trailers that they made so you yeah. can get an idea of who these, who these giant yeah. actors are with jack black jack black with the the fatties Oh my uh, gosh. Ben Stiller with the, the <laughs> Scorcher. Scorcher like, what? Who left the fridge th- open? And like uh just Downey Jr. being like the Daniel Day Lewis, like Satan's Alley with Toby Maguire. Oh McGuire. my gosh, that that oh, trailer. I'm gonna watch it tonight now, man. The I blue love eyes so and much. the blonde hair. Oh my god. It just kills me. I've been a bad, bad boy, father. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it was what a movie. He was not at the end of that film. Ben Stiller was nominated with Tobey Maguire's <laughs> character from that. It's so funny. It's it's such a phenomenal movie. It's yeah. it's it's such a great watch. It's one of those movies I just put on just like when I just just need something to watch. I love Tropic Thunder. It's so good. It's so well, so 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 well done. And I hope uh, not that I want a sequel, but I want to see Ben Stiller direct something else, kind of like in that vein. Yeah. As well, because he's so good. He's so so good. Uh, for myself, obviously, I've been like I've mentioned, I've been watching Breaking Bad. And I've been I just just today I watched The King of Comedy, which is um, Martin Scorsese's film about Robert De Niro being an obsessive fan of a talk show host. Mm. Which, if it sounds familiar, because it's very similar to the plot of Joker, and literally went out because I've I, I've loved this movie for a really long time. But watching the Joker, like I, I didn't watch it before Joker because I didn't want to have it in my mind. Mm-hmm. But now watching it after I've seen the Joker, I'm just like, oh my god! There's so much in this movie that is like directly lifted from into Joker. Yeah, with his obsession, seeing things that like aren't really real. Right. Um. Even the girl that he's like after, um, is like almost very similar looking to like to the Zazie Beats as well too. So it's really? like, really, yeah, I gotta so, watch him. So I'm just like, oh, you've never seen it before, eh? It's, I know of it, and I always thought like Scorsese made a comedy. Yeah. Um, but it's not a comedy. It's, 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 it's Robert it's De Niro's deep. phenomenal in this. So yeah. like definitely, definitely give it a watch. It's it's one of my favorite by Scorsese. It's funny because it's like like in this film in Joker, Robert De Niro plays 
the, almost like the Jerry the, Lewis figure in it. Yeah, right? like the yes, he plays it's, a because in in King of Comedy, he's the one who's obsessed. Where in Joker, Joaquin Phoenix is obsessed so with Robert De Niro's yeah. character, right? So it's very, it's a very interesting way, and I think Todd Phillips did that intentionally because yes. of yes, 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 his history. But yeah, definitely, definitely watch it, dude. It's a re- it's a really great movie, and I would say watch it before you watch Joker again, just so you could yeah get okay. the uh, have it in your mind when you're watching Joker. Right. Cool. Yeah. That was such a great episode. That was a fun episode. Yeah. I hope you guys liked it. Yeah, it was good. And it's funny. Like, I'm just looking at the I time. I can hear I'm people like, just saying, no. No. Where's, where's Shay? Yeah, Shay. Shay's probably like, I, I, I hated it. I Shay, stopped listening. If Shay got to this part, nobody tells Shay. Shay, when you hear this, you need to text our movie chat group and you just need to say the word uh, strawberries. Just say strawberries. Yes. And if you say that, we'll know that Shay listened to the episode. And next week, we will report back and let you know if Shay did watch the episode. Yeah, and we'll report if he re- he reported to us about yeah. strawberries. And nobody tell him strawberries. If you've gone to this point, nobody tell Shay to message us strawberries. Yes, please. Because we will know. Well, there's no way for us to know, but we'll know. Um, but yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah. And I'm really excited for this coming week. Like, we have some, like, I, obviously, El Camino is the one I'm looking forward to most this week. Yeah. Um, and the fact that I could just watch it Friday as soon as it's out, like that oh excites me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. Anything, anything for you, anything that you're looking forward to this week? No, no, I don't. No, no. <laughs> okay. That's a, a sad end. <laughs> I'll probably Joker. Probably seeing Joker. Yeah. My birthday is actually next week. Is it next week already? Eh? Yeah. Oh, really? It's coming up. Interesting. You know, interesting. Good, good people are born in October. Apparently so. I am forget, October's very own. A, a forget people who are born in April, right? Yeah. Who okay. was born in April? That's me. Uh, oh, cool, man. I already that's, forgot. You already forgot. Eh? That's cool, man. Cool. Uh, um, but obviously, if you want to be part of the show, yeah. write into thistimewith.com slash talk. YouTube.com slash thistimewith. We'll have all the videos and reviews that we have that will go up right away. Yep. Uh, please leave us a rating. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, let us know where you're listening from right into the show. Um, we're, we love doing this and we can't wait to do our next episode. Yeah. So as always, this, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn, you gave me the face and I started okay, laughing. I'm sorry. I won't look at you. Uh, oh. Don't, don't look at Daniel. <laughs> don't look at me. I'm sorry. That has been this time with the movie podcast. And we will see you next. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.